Welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Rannis. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. And we read the news so you don't have to. And what a news... It's a newsy... <laughs> it's a newsy, newsy day. day. Um... We're, a lot if, has happened. If you can feel that we have a lot of excited <laughs> energy right now, it's because Kelly Ripa truly just left our office and she was a light. Oh, she shone through so the brightly. office. Yeah. She, we don't, don't get excited. There's no interview with her yeah. on this podcast. On this we podcast. just met we her. We just met her. <laughs> so she, we're actually launching a new podcast right now um, with the girls from Comments by Celebs and they interviewed her. Mm-hmm. And so they recorded it here and she literally took a picture with every single person in our office. Yes. And also I heard in the debrief, haven't heard the interview that she gets a little political. Oh yes. They so said that. Yeah. It's a, it's a good crossover some with it, I think they cross into some sup territory. Well, she, but yeah, apparently she's extreme conservative right wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's not true. I have that's to take down true. my picture. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh yeah. no, I'm gonna post my picture with her probably immediately after this. Can you imagine if they were just like doing an interview with her and then midway through she was like, and by the way, I love everything the president is doing. <laughs> and she's like, you know, who really cares about those migrant children? Yeah, exactly. I honestly, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Personally, I cannot wait to see Roe repeal. Yeah, I just care about the economics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's um, not true. Yeah, she didn't she, do any of that. She, no, she didn't do any of that. She's like, I voted for Trump because I want to see Roe repeal. <laughs> We're just like, oh my God. <laughs> it's just like a turn. Oh, wow. We just asked about Justin Bieber's engagement, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad that you brought this yeah, up. But she was literally the sweetest kind truly so nice she ran into the office she was like grandma's here yeah. and then just immediately started taking pics and, and she, i was like yeah she was like taking pictures of our whole office and she's like i'm gonna show the bitches at our office because this is what an office should look like she also just kept being like i'm proud of all of you and i was like thank you so much we have never met <laughs> but thank you <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> like, oh my god we made it i think she's been our i think she's our biggest celebrity that's ever been here yes i feel I, like uh, who else could it be genuine Genuine is pretty big, but he's not like. But he, she's like current. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other people. Huh. No, I feel like she's it. I mean, yeah. Michelle Wolf was an amazing. Oh, get. Michelle Wolf was big. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. But anyway, top news of the day: we met Kelly Ripa. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking uh, news. <laughs> yeah, Kelly Ripa's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I guess we could start. Yeah, we could get started first. Uh, a couple of housekeeping things up top. We wanted to remind you that we will still send you stickers. Yeah. If you screenshot some of the Betches Sup newsletter or mm-hmm. screenshot yourself watching this podcast or listening to this podcast. Listening. Yes, it is. A if listening. you want to take a picture of yourself listening and yeah. send it to us, I'll go power yeah, to you. If you want to take a picture of yourself <laughs> staring at your phone while you listen to this podcast, that it also works. That would be fun. I think, and honestly, that's really funny. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, um, and just the response in general has been so positive it's really nice you know the the news has been really hard this week and, yeah. and it does sometimes take a toll on yeah toll on us at the on the sub team so mm-hmm. the nice messages that you guys have been sending yeah. on twitter and on instagram they yeah. really do make us feel good Yeah, because i i like wrote this thing on insta story about like how it was like it was kind of a bummer to keep like talking about the news lately and i got a lot of dms of people being like you know what you do is so great i'm like thank you i get drunk and talk about the news <laughs> like 
it, it has been really nice. So, but, just, so that helps a lot. Just know if you're ever like, should I send a nice thing? It really does. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and if you tag us in any of those two Instagram stories and then DM us your address, we'll we will send, send you, you stickers. stickers. This and is still an ongoing. This is a forever thing. Thing you can get the stickers. Yeah. We've had a lot of people tweeted us pictures of their stickers. Mm-hmm. They're happy. Mm-hmm. People who see the stickers are happy because everyone loves stickers. Yeah, they're fun. Um, should we get into it, Brian? Yeah, I think I know the answer. <laughs> but what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well. Uh, last week, my getting me through was that the Thai children and soccer players and their coach had been found. And today is that they've all been rescued. Yay! So it's very exciting. As a soccer player, I'm so <laughs> excited. As, as a soccer boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, recently bleached my hair inspired by the men of the World Cup and Kelly Ripa. It looks great. Thank you. I'm going to debut it with Kelly Ripa later today on Instagram. So keep an <laughs> so eye look out, out for that. Brian Russell Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look. so... In a series of days, they took like four children out, uh, four children out a day. And then most recently, they took four out in the coach. And yeah, so they're all like in relatively good health. I know, which is like, yeah. thank God. They were in a cave for two weeks. Yeah, fuck that, Like man. that, to come out of that at all, like, I mean, it is actually... I feel like the feel good story of the year. Yeah, like it's amazing it that is. they are all safe. I'm so happy. I and mean, it's honestly so nice that like the, that the, I mean, obviously it's not nice that they, this happened to them, no. but there's other things to talk about other than our president and all the fucked up things he does. And it's actually like an inspiring, happy ending story. Story. And so <clears throat> they're all in the hospital. They're actually all in seclusion because the doctors are afraid they may have picked up some like or like bacteria infection yeah, in the cave. In the cave. Like, yeah, for and like that us we people aren't used to. Yeah. Or they're also scared that their immune systems are so depleted that they could get sick very easily from other people. So they're still like recovering. Yeah, I guess we don't really know mm. what happens to twelve soccer players when they get trapped no. in a cave underground yeah. for two weeks. You're exposed to all different kinds of things that most people are never exposed to. Yeah, so. I've seen I have seen the Planet Earth episode about <laughs> yeah. caves. I've I've gotten stoned and watched that episode many <laughs> times and caves are fucking weird. Yeah. So I mean, it's amazing. I was like looking at how they got them out mm-hmm. and it was like they had to get well first of all they had to pump like 40 gallons of water out of the cave. Yeah. And then they had to like basically get experienced divers to dive. And then they had the boys with an oxygen mask also diving, but they were on a rope Mm -hmm. tied to the experienced diver. I was like, I cannot imagine anything more terrifying in my life. No, it's an ordeal. Then you're like going through like little tiny cave crevices. There's like the, I think the maximum, like, I mean the minimum circumference of the cave at some points was like 36 centimeters. And oh my god! Like, um, there's all these points where you like go down below into water, and then you have to come climb back out out of water, and then you have to go back down again into no. the water. Oh my so god! So it's like a real fucking. <laughs> I, like that is like it literally makes me feel so scared, but like that I know that they all got out, so it's like fine. But I'm just, I'm just obviously, I'm just thinking about myself doing that, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know that, like, I would have gotten out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be like, send me food. Yeah, I would have flipped the fuck out also didn't elon musk send like a tiny submarine yeah it's too late too little too late elon so he just like wasted 
Well, I mean, he has a bunch of time, I, but yeah. what, like what, now we just now like they just have this tiny submarine. I saw someone tweet like, wow, um, I should be getting as much praise as Elon Musk because we both have literally done nothing to help these side children. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I've seen, I, first of all, I'm a big fan of tweets that like roast Elon Musk in yeah. general. Um, but I saw one cause someone was like, wow, Elon Musk has gone into full superhero mode. He's sending a crew of people. And then someone retweeted it and was like, yeah, because superheroes traditionally send a crew of people to go <laughs> do their shit for them. And then like the submarine didn't even yeah. work. No, well, I mean, it's not that it didn't work. It, well, it's just, it didn't it get there. It was unnecessary. It was not necessary. Um, maybe, maybe I do we'll love Elon these. for his space exploration and see what I did there. I kind of did a pun yes. on SpaceX. Um, and then, uh, and like all of his like solar city shit. Yes. But I, I like mean, can't put a finger on what um, I think about Elon Musk. He seems very alien to me. Like yeah. literally like, well, it's like he went alien. to the, he went to like the Met ball with, with Grimes, with Grimes, which is also crazy. It's just like weird. And I know he has like weird things where he wants to like start his own like newspaper, and he like freaks out when anyone says anything mean about him, which is why I do like when people yeah. roast him on Twitter. Cause mm-hmm. he's like very sensitive yeah. as a lot of powerful men are. He's like yeah. very, very sensitive. Yeah. He's a deeply sensitive boy. Um, when he's also doing that really cool thing in LA, do you see that? The no. tunnel underground? Oh, the hyperloop. I am excited about yeah, the hyperloop. It's pretty cool. He wants to do one that'll get you from New York to DC in 90 minutes, which like, since my parents live outside DC, mm. that's, I would How get long does it. it usually take like three hours. Uh, Are you sure take, it's not less than 90 minutes? It might be less. It might. I remember it being 90 minutes, but maybe oh. now it's less. The Acela Express will get you there in like three hours. A truck, like driving will get you there in like five hours. Mm-hmm. So cutting that, I'm, I'll take 90 minutes. Well, maybe we'll eventually we'll be able to get from New York to LA and two Who hours knows? oh my god that two would hours. be you would be going so fast <laughs> like, that's impossibly fast it'd be awesome though so i guess it's like a hyper like the hyperloop it like eliminates friction or something and it goes well, like really it's fast like, you know like how um when you go to the bank where or we don't go we don't do this anymore because we live in new york no. but like when you drive up to the bank and then you put your like your check or something in that tube yes, and it I've goes suctioned that. up it's like suction speed suction speed so it's like the it that's how it works that's yes. like the general physics behind it i think wow yeah <laughs> i mean i don't understand yeah. <laughs> anything about that I will, I will gladly partake in it but i don't understand it yeah i will take the hyperloop but yeah. uh i mean i guess i'll wait for the hyperloop to have a couple runs before like i personally <laughs> I won't be the test. The, no i'm not gonna test the hyperloop because yeah. i don't need that in my life um anywho's all um, so yes, the Thai children are okay. They're, the fi- they're fine. And the coach is fine. Yeah. And hopefully they'll be, and hopefully they get to sell their stories for a lot of money. I know. And never have to work again. Every single motherfucking one yeah. of them needs to sell their life. Right. They should band together and sell it for millions of dollars. Yes. Cause that is going to be made into a movie that oh. people are going to see around the world. Yes. Like literally, Oh, and it's going to be such a great opportunity for young Asian actors. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, this is going to be so great. Um, provided that we find out like they're definitely all healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I know they are still they're, in the hospital. They're going to be turned and then twist. They picked up some mutant gene in the cave. Oh my God. And they're all no. going to turn into superheroes. Oh my God. And this is like the origin stories. Uh-huh. That's actually a really good superhero origin story. Don't is that steal you that. Were, yeah. Guys, I- 
I just verbally trademarked it. <laughs> Trademark. That's actually a really good superhero origin story. Yeah. Is that you got trapped in a cave? Mm-hmm. And then what's and your what's your what's your superpower? You're like a, a, you can like dig through the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or maybe you become a. Oh, I was gonna say bat, but Batman is yeah, a thing bat- already. <laughs> Wait, he did have and an. And then or- you become <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure Batman was in a cave. I think. Well, his origin story is that well, he his, doesn't. He's like he's like rich. He's not. He's rich, and then his parents got killed on in a place called Crime Alley, which I think is really funny. <laughs> not to say that it's ever anyone's fault when they're the victim of a crime, but maybe get out of. Crime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I will never disparage the Wayne family, but it just seems like you could Marlon Wayne family. Yes. Yes. But, but Bruce Wayne's family. No, no. no. And, and, and that was a very traumatic experience for him. Um, but I am just saying okay. if there's a street in your town called crime alley, maybe stay away from it. Um, please. <laughs> What is getting you through this week in Trump America? Oh God, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, this is more of this is like a hybrid getting me through the week and cringing me through the week because it's it's bad, but it's honestly so bad that I'm like excited to see the result. So, um, a new movie is going to come out. Oh, I love a new movie. Um, it's a uh, about the it's about Roe v. Wade. It's against, <laughs> and it is starring Roe and Wade. No, <laughs> Roe and Wade themselves. <laughs> oh my god, that would be a fun magician duo. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Anyway, it stars Tommy Laren and Milo Yiannopoulos, uh. which is. I mean, already there's no way it's not the worst movie yeah. that's ever been made. They're not actors. I'm surprised like a uh, black hole doesn't form whenever they're together and I'm, suck them up. And it's actually crazy them. that they can be in the same room. Yeah. Like that's wild. Um, Yiannopoulos will play a British like abortion doctor or something, which I'm sure he's going to be. He looks so ridiculous. Like every, I'm just like, how is he possibly going to play if a I role? Was, if I was getting an abortion, which is impossible, but if say that I could, and Milo Yiannopoulos <laughs> came in and, and I looked like my doctor, I'd be like, I don't trust this. Guy. Yeah, I would be like, actually, I'm keeping it. <laughs> I don't know what this is. This feels like an omen. You seem like a demon. So <laughs> anyway, um, and Tommy is going to play. I think she's like, um like a Planned Parenthood employee. It's, I keep hearing that she plays maybe like the daughter of some judge who's involved. And then she either confronts a Planned Parenthood employee. I mean, mm. she's playing herself. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what she could, they're not actors, but John Voight and Stacy dash are also in it. Oh no. Further making Angelina, it. get your dad. And she stopped talking to him a oh, long yeah, time ago. They right. are estranged. Um, and it seems Stacey rightfully Dash so. As Dion from Clueless. <laughs> she will well, portray so Dion. She will portray Dion. She's like um she's like one of those California like like Orange County Republicans who we we got to yeah. flip their seats in the midterms. That's yeah. her. Um the movie already is like mired in drama because half the crew did not realize like what it was about when they started working and then they got the script and like half the crew already quit. Yeah. So my thing is like, do you see Roger Stone makes a cameo in it too? Oh yeah. Well, the one who is probably going to jail. If anyone well, doesn't remember who he is. Um, and you've got to watch the get me Roger Stone documentary on Netflix. It'll let you know right quick who he is. But I just love, I'm a lover of like very, very bad 
movies and stuff mm-hmm. like the room and all of that shit mm-hmm. like watching just like an, a fantastically bad movie so i have in that respect really high hopes for whatever this is yeah. obviously i won't pay to see yeah, i was it. gonna say i won't spend money on no, it. no i will not spend money on it but i'm i'm sure there are gonna be ways for me to see it for free and mm-hmm. that i truly cannot wait i'll put if once when i get my hands on that flick you guys will see Oliver Ant's Destroy. I yeah. will live watch the movie. <laughs> so my hope is that it does get made and yeah. they all lose a fuck ton of money. Yeah, that'd because be great. Because who, who in God's name is going to see that? I mean, conservatives maybe, but it's even like, it just seems so bad. I don't get it. It's so bizarre. Like, why not just get actors? Yeah. Why get these wig? Tommy Laren, I mean, Tommy Laren is bizarre. Also, Tommy Laren recently went on TV and said that we shouldn't repeal Roe v. Wade. And she's actually like, she, that's why she lost her job at the blaze. Cause she said oh, really? she believed in abortion rights. And then she went on TV recently and said that she thinks that it's a waste of time and like a losing battle for yeah. conservatives to try to repeal Roe and that it's like not worth it and they shouldn't do that. So it's like very bizarre that she's, agreed to be in this film but then again it's not because obviously she just wants money and attention yeah um but i feel like i feel like maybe it's not actually gonna happen because everyone keeps quitting and it's gonna make zero dollars but i hope that it happens so that i can watch it and make fun of it yes should we get into all the news. Yes. Yes. So this is like a, a side news. Otherwise it would be big news, but um, <laughs> this happened last Thursday. It feels like it happened forever. A million ago. years ago. Um, Scott Pruitt is no longer the um, EPA guy. I know. He, <laughs> head of EPA. <laughs> this morning, Brian and I were coming up with a podcast and we were like, Oh shit, we haven't even done one. Cause obviously last week we released a pre-recorded thing. So it's like, Oh fuck. We haven't even like talked about how Scott Pruitt resigned mm-hmm. just like two days after one lady yelled at him in a yeah. restaurant. But he, that's a thing. Cause he started saying that he flew, um, he was flying on private jets because one lady yelled at him when he was in coach. So I mean, he really did not like being yelled at. Well, he also like only started getting yelled at because he was making like bad decisions in terms of like ethics. Yes. He has like over 26, like <laughs> epic, epic, uh, I'm epic, epic, ethic, epic, ethic, violation. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. There I was mean, so, I mean, first, so much. there was the $43,000 soundproof booth. There was spent like $60,000 on private jets and military planes. Yes. He was making his like interns and stuff, go get him coffee and then not paying them back, which is like just what? so a shitty. Douchebag. He's such an, like he's such an asshole on like every Yeah. And level. he's like trying to get his, aides to get his wife a job at, like, at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to use his his influence as the EPA director. Let alone like all the fucked up things he actually did to like roll back like environmental policies. Like, I mean that's why it took so long to get him out because he was actually really effective in doing the job that the Trump administration and the Republicans wanted him to do which is completely destroying yeah. our environmental policies. But I just want to run through so quickly a couple other things that Scott Pruitt yeah. did because it's it's actually so ridiculous. So he tried to get his he tried to use his influence to get his wife a Chick-fil-A franchise. He also tried to get a bunch of his interns to buy and then pick up for him a used 
mattress from the Trump International Hotel. Why? What? Whose mattress was it used by? It was just like a hotel mattress and he wanted it. That is so weird. A used hotel mattress. Why? Like in what fucking world do you just buy that brand yeah. of mattress? You are you you're grifting people left and right. Get the just like that's the one that I'm like, yeah. why the fuck did he want that? Yeah. He also spent like he was also paying rent at a lobbyist's uh apartment in DC mm-hmm. for fifty dollars a month, like which is not logical. I think it was fifty a night, but then it was only nights that he stayed there, which is like was it 50 a night or a month? I, it was like, I think. Oh, I, I didn't think, write it down. No, I'm pretty sure it was 50 a night, which is still like really low for it. Like stay in a hotel in DC for $50 and tell me about it. Um, uh, he, well, there was a, there was a $43,000 soundproof booth, which really can't be understood. Yeah. I mean, flying it was in just private a lot. jets, all of that stuff. But the mattress is the one that gets me. Oh, there was something to do with lotion. He like had the interns go. This is one that I, I actually don't know all the details, but I think he tried to get like a, a large amount of lotion. <laughs> Oh my God. For whatever he wanted to do in that mattress. Yeah. I don't know. This is weird shit going on. Like, why do you need a used mattress, a soundproof booth, and a fuckload of lotion? What's going what on? What are you doing? What are you doing in your office? What are oh, you doing? No. But anyway, that's all. old news at this point. Yeah. Scott Pruitt is out. And uh, the guy replacing him is a former coal lobbyist. Yep. So he's going to protect the environment oh, he's gonna God. do a great job protecting that earth i think that like this is something that you can get people who are unsure of who to vote for to vote for the person who is pro environment yeah like this is something like because i like i even know like i have like I, like if i talk to like republican people and i talk to them like but don't you believe in climate change and they're like well yeah i'm like honestly don't you realize that none of this other shit matters yeah, if really, we have no earth to live on truly it's so funny because I feel like climate change is this like niche issue. And then it's like actually really the only thing that matters. Like we should be all in. The only thing any of us talk about is climate change. Exactly. Like, because it's like, Oh my God, our, the human race will end much sooner than later. If we don't address this issue now. Well, there were massive heat waves this past week in LA, in New York, across the world. I mean, the, the proof is in the pudding. The The temperature, She's rising. She's rising every year. It's consistently. so it's so stupid because like remember that one senator like brought a snowball to Congress and was like, "Look, there's a snowball." It's so it's unfortunate that we can't like have Elizabeth Warren bring like a ball of heat, yeah, <laughs> and be like, "Look at the heat ball." Yeah. <laughs> like, like, can't you see there's a heat ball? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just like, and it's like my whole thing is it's like you believe scientists on every other issue, like. You believe like cancer will kill you. Yeah. You believe them when they tell you you need surgery or radiation. Why don't you believe like believe them when they do what you know what I mean? Yeah. It's and like, like what and my other thing when people are like, Oh, it's a conspiracy, my thing is like, what's the motivation for the conspiracy? Like, why would scientists be motivated to make up yeah. like truly so many scientists individually across the globe are all motivated to make up data on global warming well like, they won't like benefit like like they're not gonna make money off of it yeah, it's not they like don't, they're like in the pockets of like 
oh, big, solar big sun, big sun, big sun energy. Like, <laughs> yeah, this like, guy oh, works for the sun. Yeah, it's <laughs> literally <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> it's like, it makes no sense. And also, it's like, what's what's wrong with breathing cleaner air? Even if you don't believe in like, right? Like, why don't you want? Even if you don't exactly, even if you don't believe in global warming, like, why wouldn't you want a clean river and like, like renewable energy? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And all this stuff about coal, it's like it's so crazy because like that industry is dying, not even just from regulation, but because it is actually cheaper and easier to yeah. use other forms of energy. Like, it's dying out one because it's like really bad for the environment yeah. but on a great greater level it's dying out because it's like actually easier to use other stuff like it's mm-hmm. like many industries fall out and what we should be doing is sending resources to these down and out coal workers who do deserve to have like yeah like we shouldn't just be like well fuck you we're not using coal anymore yeah. we should train them in new fields like that's where we should be putting these resources instead of trying to revive an industry that is going to die because yeah yeah other countries first of all are not using that kind of energy yeah they're they're, the entire rest of the world is not transitioning and we're going to be left behind economically and manufacturing wise because china and everyone else and all of europe yeah they're going to be shifting to other stuff yeah it's like not exportable whereas like if we were leading in like solar or wind or whatever. I mean, I feel like solar is like the big one. If we were leading in that, like yeah. we could probably make a lot of money, but Trump doesn't, he, I mean, he doesn't know anything. And he doesn't care about so. his children. No. So he oh my God. He die. does not. And I mean, I ask him to name his grandchildren. I would imagine that yeah. he cannot. <laughs> yeah. He probably would be like, I, what's, I know their last name begins with a T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, okay. <laughs> And then you're like, what about the Kushners? And he's like, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Jared and Ivanka's daughter's name is Arabella, which I is no very idea. big little lies. Of yeah. Them, is what I I'll have, say. I don't know. And she I, speaks Chinese and she is cute. Um, remember she sang that little song for Xi Jinping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's not her fault. She's a child. So <laughs> very true. She's never done anything to anybody. Um, shall we talk about the SCOTUS? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, President Trump announced his Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. Um, it's not on the bright side. It's not the lady who was in a Handmaid's Tale cult. Yeah, that's so sad. that's good. Um, on the on the bad side, he he really sucks a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, uh, he has a lot of opinions. He, and yeah, because, you know, who he's replacing Justice Kennedy um, was more of a swing vote. And so that's why when like they were replacing um, Anthony Scalia uh, and with uh, Gorsuch, it was like, OK, conservative for conservative. Yeah. And it's like at least it's not like a swing vote or a liberal. But this is a swing vote. Yes. And so this shifts the balance of the court. Yeah. Making it very conservative. Now, basically, if there is a swing vote, it's John Roberts, who's pretty consistently conservative, mm-hmm. um, like almost across the board. I mean, this court has been releasing very conservative decisions for a while now, but it is going to be materially more conservative. And also 
homie's like in his early 50s so he's gonna be if, if he gets on he's on for a while <laughs> yeah. sammy posted this on our insta story and it made me laugh like if you want to get how young he is in the scheme of things his name is brett <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah like we have like his name is brett yeah so and like when he um announced like trump announced it and then he was giving his speech he like had his like young kids there um i know and he was like kind of like touting all the women in his life because they're yes. both daughters he's two um two daughters and he's like i hire all female clerks a woman yeah. appo- gave me like my big job and then he like made a joke at, a, at the expense of his daughter did you see that no he was like my one daughter really enjoys sports and reading. My other daughter really enjoys sports and talking. <laughs> and like everyone starts laughing and I'm like, Oh my God, Uh-oh. this is like a little girl. And she's like, Oh, <laughs> she's like, I'm like, you guys are on like a literally national in, like international television. Probably. One of my daughters is smart and the other one won't fucking shut up. <laughs> I'm like, won't that wasn't, that wasn't very kind. He's like, I'm like, he's like, and he like wants us to view him as like, not just a conservative judge, a fun but judge, judge Brett. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I coached my daughter's basketball team. Like I'm a human with two arms and two legs. Um, that kind of shit. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously a lot of that was geared towards trying to answer questions about abortion and where he stands. Um, so on that score, um, one of, Kavanaugh's recent uh, claims to fame is that uh, I don't know if any of you guys remember there was a case recently it was a 2017 case where uh, an immigrant teen a 17 year old immigrant girl who was in uh, an immigration detention facility wanted an abortion and the Trump administration was trying to stop her from getting the abortion and the court ultimately ruled that she could get it but Judge Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh, uh, he wrote the dissenting opinion in that. So yeah. basically, he he was a, he, it was a no from him. Um, like he didn't make if it was up to him, she wouldn't have gotten the abortion. No. But since and she would have been forced to give birth in the ICE detention center, I yeah. guess. And then what happened to the child? I don't know. I know like foster care. And it's also like. That's like really dark when you consider there were actually reports this week about yeah. how pregnant mothers are being treated in these detention centers. Some of them are being like changed to their bed, actually, which is something that fucking <clears throat> Joe Arpaio did. Yeah. Like, like, like when like, they have chains around their stomachs. Yes. So that like, I don't know why you need to chain a pregnant woman down when she's giving birth. I feel like she is not going to make an escape. <laughs> um, it seems like she's pretty much <laughs> occupied with <laughs> other things yeah. in that moment. I mean, did they not see? see the most recent handmaid's tale like <laughs> yeah, come like, on I, but anyway so that's like super dark when you actually kind of think about like how these women are treated in these facilities that he's trying to like force this girl to give birth which is bad and then that he's going to force her to give birth in one of these detention centers which is worse um he did once say when he was a district appeals judge that he would respect the precedent of roe v wade which a lot of people on the conservative side are kind of using to try and get Collins and Murkowski to be cool with him because what they've said is they don't want to, um, they wouldn't vote for someone who has an open hostility to Roe. But mm-hmm. there's a really big difference between being 
a DC circuit court judge and being like, I'm going to respect Supreme court precedent and then being a Supreme court judge who can actually overrule things. So it's like, we don't, he did say that, but we don't actually know. Maybe he wouldn't overturn Roe, but I think we can count on him to definitely not definitely chip away at abortion rights in pretty major ways. And it it may become more like statewide stuff. Yeah. State like chipping away at abortion rights and, um, yeah. And so like Elise said, everyone's kind of looking at Lisa Murkowski and Senator Susan Collins to see what they'll do. Cause they haven't, they like a bunch of people came out immediately afterwards saying whether they would vote for her, vote for him or not. Like the majority of like progressive Democrats immediately like came out with statements like Chuck Schumer and, um, Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. Um, whereas like Susan Collins, <clears throat> um, said she would like assess the situation. Yeah, kind she was of like, thing. I'm going to meet with him. Yeah. Um, cause she's like, she's very pro choice. And yes, then there's the three democratic senators who, um, uh, all from red States, Joe Manchin, Heidi Heitkamp and Joe Donnelly, who mm-hmm. are up for reelection this year, who voted for Neil Gorsuch and yeah. who, uh, have yet to make statements. And also, However, they, those three, um, and Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins were all invited to the unveiling and they all, um, turned it down. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is, that is kind of an old school, like respect for how thing, how appearances that we don't yeah. often see. Um, so here's a theory that I'm, that I have about Brett Kavanaugh. So he's. We don't know. He's not like explicit on abortion, but obviously he has this very disturbing ruling and like kind of said he would express like he would respect precedent. The whole conversation is now about abortion, which like obviously I'm very concerned about abortion rights. But the really interesting thing about Brett Kavanaugh is that he so he worked for Ken Starr in the Clinton investigation for that special counsel. And then since then, he has written opinions saying that he does not believe that a sitting president should be should be like troubled with an ongoing criminal investigation. Yeah. And that a sitting president I don't know if he says he can't be indicted or should not be indicted. So he wrote, he wrote, um, I have the, you have the quote. Yeah. He said, Congress might consider a law exempting a president while in office from criminal prosecution and investigation, including from questioning by, by criminal prosecutors or defense counsel. And then he noted, um, if the president does something dastardly, the impeachment process is available. Well, dastardly is one word that I would use to describe the president. And and we have the Congress we have right now. I don't really foresee how that would happen. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, I mean, obviously, social issues like, LGBT issues, women's mm-hmm. issues. These are really close to all of us. Everyone has a right to be concerned about those things. And I totally understand that concern. But sometimes I feel like it's a little bit burying the lead. Like my, I feel like the reason he picked this guy yeah. is because this guy is favorable towards the Russia investigation. Yeah. And they were like, but uh, uh, conservatives have been like, he wrote that in 2009 when, 
President Obama was president. It's like, so? No, like, I don't care. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. it, you know, like... It, you think he's going to change his mind now that a president who yeah. agrees with him is president? Like, like um, okay, cool. Like, but so that's like, I think what... Um, he's really going to get face a lot of questioning on during his confirmation, yes. at least from the Democrats. And, you know, there's that whole, um, McConnell president precedent that people are citing now as well, because as we all know, uh, Mitch McConnell blocked the confirmation hearing of Merrick Garland that Merrick was appointed Garland. by Obama. That was eventually filled by Neil Gorsuch. And I have a tweet from Mitch McConnell Ugh. that made me scream. And because it's just so fucking, he's like the the biggest hypocrite in the entire world. He's a monster. He's, he's a very, monster. You know what? He's dastardly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. He's a dastardly bastard. Yeah, dastardly bastardly man. Um, he said, "Oh God, our Democratic colleagues cry wolf whenever a Republican president nominates anyone to the Supreme Court, no matter their qualifications, no matter their record, no matter their reputation. It's the same hyperbole, the same accusations, the same old story." Then he go on to say. Americans see beyond the far left fear mongering. Senators should do the same. We should evaluate POTUS's nominee fairly based on their qualifications. That is the one that gets me really yeah, pissed I off. Yeah, I mean, that is like... And we should treat this process with respect and the dignity that it deserves. Fuck you, man. You're He is the one who fucked this process. Yeah. He is the one. I mean, you can say that he Harry really Reid getting rid of the filibuster did it, but then you can go back and say that Republicans refusing to confirm and, any Obama appointments and, did it. And, and yeah, and Mitch McConnell changed it so that any presidential nominee only needed a simple majority. Yes. And it it was originally for like yes, Harry Reid made it for like everything. Yes. But it was not for Supreme Court or any like presidential um nomination or something yeah i mean it's mitch mcconnell the damage that this man has done to the courts is it cannot be overstated the courts are supposed to be this impartial thing if you look back in time antonin scalia was confirmed with 90 votes in the um, senate what was the name of the obama appointee um sotomayor Kagan? Yeah, it like so it used to be this process that was a little bit above partisanship. Yes, presidents got to appoint people who were somewhat in line more in line with their beliefs, but as long as that person's record stood the test of congressional testimony, mm -hmm. that person was able to be appointed to the court. That's among conservatives, that's among Democrats. And it like if unless I mean there are a couple nominations that haven't gone through, but it's because that person was not fit. Yeah, it wasn't this partisan thing where it's like Democrats don't let Republicans get a nominee, Republicans don't let Democrats get a nominee. That is something that Mitch McConnell invented, and it has damaged. I mean, the damage that Mitch McConnell has done to the checks and balances of our government is like I mean it's it's crazy. Yeah. And so it goes like, and so it's it, right now it's 51 49. Yeah. Cause McCain is out, but no, and then it's 50 49 okay. with McCain. So it's really up to these five people. I think what, I think the, what the Democrats are doing first is they're going to sit, they're trying to talk to Murkowski and Collins, see what they're doing. Because if the, those red state Democrats end up, sticking with their party and voting against it and it doesn't matter anyways, it will probably affect their reelection. 
And then if, so they may end up voting with, I think the only way they'll vote with is they'll wait to see what Murkowski and Collins are doing. But if Murkowski and Collins vote against it, then I think they'll vote against it. I feel like, yeah, like if they're, well, first of all, no one wants to be the one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like either Murkowski and Collins are both going to do it together. I think they're also looking at Rand Paul possibly too. Rand Paul is so Rand Paul always pretends like he's not going to do exactly what the Republicans say. And then he does it in the end. Rand Paul is such a little, he's always like, what about me? (laughs) You're just like, what about you, dude? You've never done anything controversial or interesting. Like haven't been won the Republican nomination. Yeah. You just, That's the only way I know remember, the, remember all the way back in the Republican debates when this was all still funny and fun <clears> and, <throat> and Trump was just being so mean to all the Republican nominees. It was insane. I remember at one, he was like, why is Rand Paul here? He doesn't have, why is he even allowed on the stage? <laughs> and I was like, honestly, that is a question that I have asked. Yeah. Like, that was when he was still just like doing little Marco stuff and lion Ted and everyone was like, Oh yeah. my God, before it became very real and very sad. Yeah. Um, people, people are also concerned about um, the future of the ACA. Yes, because uh, he's very conservative and he has some rulings. He's about like the- basically says that he thinks that employers should be able to de- like deny their employees birth control based on religious liberty. Yeah. Which is religious liberty is the biggest fucking bullshit it's like a phrase excuse i mean because like we are supposed to have separation of church and state obviously as we all know and like what other objections are there to these things other than religion like i you know what i mean i mean it just seems like a weird catch-all for like well we don't want to discriminate so we're gonna pretend it's really or we want to discriminate so we're gonna pretend it's religious and this his opinions also might extend into like the pre-existing condition stuff, which is really alarming. Um, He also wrote a dissenting opinion that the EPA exceeded its statutory authority in a case challenging the agency over the regulation of greenhouse gases. So, I mean, things are really not looking great for the environment. Um, Not that they've been going great up until now. So, I guess if you live in West Virginia, North Dakota, Indiana, Alaska, or Maine... First First of all, hey. First of all, hey. (laughs) Yeah, let us know that you're listening from there, because that would be nice to know. Yeah, oh my god. I would actually... If you are listening from one of those states, I would actually love to know. Not that it's insane for anyone to be from there, but like... We're from New York and it's fun. And a lot of our listenership is in like the New East York coast and LA and, and Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Um, and from like the big liberal blue states. So we'd yeah. love to, we'd love to hear so, you. Um, call your fucking senators. Yes. <laughs> if any of your senators are one of these five, let them know. And tell your you friends feel. to do it. Blow yeah. it up. You know what? Even if you, maybe you take like an Insta story of you doing it and send it to us and maybe we'll post it on our Insta story of you doing it. Honestly, I can't, say that we wouldn't yeah you know, i feel like we would what i mean i yeah. i'd love that as long as you're not like cursing i mean i guess you could curse but yeah. don't like be like violent you're like, <laughs> yeah don't do anything violent don't be like nude don't be sexist don't be racist but let us just just be a normal person t- saying hey guys i just want you to know i want you to vote no Yes. On Kavanaugh. It's very honestly. Vote no on Kavanaugh. <laughs> oh my God. Kavanaugh. <laughs> Kavanaugh. Um, 
Yeah, it's, I mean, listen, I have the same phone anxiety that any millennial has. Yeah. Um, the existential dread that I feel when I have a voicemail cannot be understated. <laughs> but, uh, but there are a lot of different ways. Also, there are a lot of places that just will have a script. Yeah. Um, the person on the phone is not going to argue with you. They're not going to say or do anything. Literally, they say like, hello, Senator Manchin's office. And then you're talking to an intern and then you say, I just want to urge Senator Manchin to vote no on Trump's Supreme Court nominee. You could just end it there or you could say why. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're talking to an intern. They're going to write it down and then mm-hmm. pass that message along to the senator. So it's really like the most low pressure phone call you can possibly have. And you really do not need to say much more than I want the senator to vote no on this nominee mm-hmm. and then move forward. And like, if, you, if you feel like you want to add more pizzazz. Yeah. Go crazy. Feel free to add as much pizzazz as you. Pizzazz possibly. It yeah, exactly. Add as much flair as you want. But really all you have to do is say vote. No, because what really matters is just that the intern passes on like X number of people called today urging mm-hmm. you to vote. No. Yeah. Like they're not going to be like, well, you know, Brian Russell Smith called, but he did not sound smart. <laughs> Whatever. Like, oh, like Elise Morales was on the phone and she seemed manic. Like, <laughs> like they, there's no judgment that's going to be passed. They're just going to like let them know. You're really just going to become a number and a statistic of how many people called about the issue. That's yeah. what's more important. So yeah. that's really it. And as we all have come to find out that every like, person matters in terms of voting and everything. I mean, here's the thing. I personally am stealing myself for this nomination to go through because I have learned the lessons of 2016 Mm -hmm. and I no longer live in optimism. Yeah, I know. I I just feel like Collins and Murkowski has such an easy out if they don't want to confirm. They don't even have to make it about abortion. They could be like, we just want to follow the precedent that Mitch McConnell set that we won't hold a hearing until we're done with an election year. Or... And I feel like, how can they be like, well, fuck you? Be like, no, I'm literally using your words against you. No, and also, like, an equally valid thing to say is we don't want to confirm someone to a lifetime appointment when the president is under federal investigation. Like, that's another route that people can go. Um, And one optimistic thing is, like, we were able to stop the repeal of ACA. I mean, yeah. sure, they've chipped away at it a lot. Like, there's the, the attacks on the ACA are endless. But that repeal bill, public outcry was able to stop it. So, you know, we do have an example of this working. Yeah. And, like, people organizing on the ground and getting something stopped. I mean, Betsy DeVos, we almost stopped her crazy ass from becoming <sighs> education secretary. We weren't able to get there. But, like... It was because of public opinion Mm -hmm. that she was... um, the doctor guy. Oh, yeah, that doctor. Um, From becoming the head of the VA. Yeah, because people... They didn't even get a confirmation hearing because people were like, fuck this dude. So I know, like, I do think it's like, prepare yourself emotionally, obviously, for this guy to be confirmed. But don't, don't feel like it's already down and out because we have had some successes in stopping things with this Congress. Mm-hmm. Like we have been able to flip a couple of people. It's the same exact fucking people that we're talking about now. So, you know, yeah. try ja, everybody ja, ja. just try. 
but we're not gonna we're not gonna be any worse off because we try uh, to quote pink try 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 i love pink <laughs> anywho's all should this bring us to it? one more thing yeah, yeah i feel like we did it i feel like we expre- explained yeah. to everybody yeah, yeah 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 um one more thing uh today president trump pardoned a pair of or oregon ranchers uh who truly i had forgotten that this had even happened which is insane because like it it was a crazy thing um so basically in 2012 these oregon ranchers were convicted of arson i guess i guess they just set like casually set a couple of fires and then those fires spread to federal lands and that is bad um that is really bad and so that resulted in like this what what would you call them like uh like like uh, basically so these these organs the the rancher's friend group we have written down here which sounds funny (laughs) that's what i that's basically what it is so like the ranchers were convicted on these charges and given like i think they were given basically like the mandatory minimum sentence, which was like a couple of years. I don't know exactly how long um, it was. And then in protest of that, and also just in protest of like the government owning federal lands at mm-hmm. all, the the convicted Oregon ranchers homies. Yeah, like they were friends of the guys. Like they were, the ranchers who set the fire were not actually involved in the standoff. No, but the other people. What did you call them? Outlaws? Like, yeah, I don't they were know. like they were involved in a There's 40, a, like a militant. Yeah. Group. Vigilante, whatever. It was a 40 day armed standoff between these ranchers and the FBI where they literally fought the FBI. Yes. People died. People died. They destroyed a bird sanctuary. Those assholes. I know, like, like, uh, we, we got to bring the birds into this. <laughs> we <laughs> leave these fucking birds alone. So, <laughs> but it just shows that Trump is really fine with exercising his pardon power. Yeah, he part. So he pardoned these people, basically being like their what their their sentence was too strict because kind of like the Obama administration kind of pushed for them to keep this like stricter sentence. So it's kind of all of it is like sort of like a play to trump's base and also kind of a fuck you to obama it's all his favorite things and then also just continuing to mess around with the pardon power see what's up i mean presidents have the right to pardon people i think obama in his eight years pardoned like 200 something people so like yeah trump can pardon people He's allowed to. Yeah. I don't have a huge opinion about pardoning these Oregon ranchers, except that it's kind of interesting to me that like, like a federal standoff against the FBI seems like it's like not a big deal to them. But like one immigrant trying to claim asylum is like a national crisis. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously more than one, but yeah. <laughs> imagine if it was just one and we were like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do with Emilio? <laughs> oh, no. I'm just like, I just like, I'm, I'm looking to the future, man. I'm like really hoping that we have a happy 2018, a happy 2020, and we can just turn this shit around. I know. And then we, I would be happy to talk about not this. I would, I would be so happy to talk about not this. Yeah. And you know what I am? I don't even want to end this on a bad note, but 
I consistently dread the fact that once these midterms are over, whatever happens, the blue wave, which I want to see coming, we're mm-hmm. all going to work together to make that happen. Then the next thing is that we have to watch Trump run for president again. I know. And it's like, I just... I just hope we have a. I hope we have a, a civil and beautiful and nice democratic primary. Yes, with qualified candidates who can appeal to everyone. Yes, I hope that we hear out a lot of new ideas. Mm-hmm. We hear out some progressive ideas, and then we choose no a big candidate. money people. Yeah, and just and like. And then we choose a candidate and everybody is like, you know what? This candidate a- seems fine. Even if they're not the one you originally, even if you didn't stand for them in the primary, yeah. my hope is that it's not a Bernie versus Hillary thing where it's so nasty. And the DNC did a lot of things to create that situation. A hundred percent. Super delegates. <laughs> yes. The super delegates. That, that was problematic. That was a problem. And then also just the <clears throat> DNC was shady in general. I mean, I will say that I voted for Hillary in the primary. I'll mm-hmm. come out as a, a person who voted for her throughout. Well. But I do think that there were a lot of things that happened that made the Democratic primary unnecessarily nasty. Also, because they literally just wanted Hillary to be like crowned the queen. It was yeah. like we didn't really have a competitive primary. Yeah. Like Bernie came in and was like everyone was surprised by how competitive it was. Yeah. But I think ideally the DNC was like, what if we had a primary with no one? Yeah. Remember I Lincoln mean, Chafee? He no, was also in the primary. I don't. Um, Lincoln Chafee. Do you have someone you hope runs in twenty twenty? I really like Kirsten Gillibrand. Yeah. I'm a big Kirsten Stan, but also Kamala Harris is wonderful. I think both of them have gone on the record on issues in a way that I really like, but I'm keeping my heart and my mind open. I feel the same way. There's some things that I need from candidates. I need Medicare for all to be. I just know like more like who I don't want to run. Yeah, I don't want. Here's what I'll say. I don't want Cory Booker to run. I don't. Cory Booker. He's like in the hands of like big pharma, and he's like, a big pharma boy. I mean, he's better than Trump, but that's like, like this. He like voted against this like, um, <clears throat> yeah, better than Trump, obviously. Yeah. But he voted against this thing that um, would have made it drugs more inexpensive. It was like make like importing drugs from Canada to make them more inexpensive here. He, he voted down it. Sometimes down it. just comes off. I go back and forth with him, but he sometimes comes off as a little fake to me. Yeah. So he's not like, it's like, I love that he like stands for justice and like, he's had some very good moments in like the hearings and stuff. He was like, he like really came hard for Jeff Sessions, which I appreciated. Yeah. But sometimes I just feel he doesn't, ring true to me. And like, I'm from New Jersey and so is he. And I, I'm still like, don't do it. I maybe in like 20 years. What I'll also say is, if you are over 70 years old, that is also a no from me. Like people keep being like, Bernie's going to do it again. And I'm like, he will be 100. Yeah. If he gets two terms. Yeah. He'll be 100 year old. Same years thing old. with Joe Biden. It's like, I really love the Joe same. Biden. I love he's Joe. so old. I love Joe. We, he's from my alma mater, fighting blue hands. He went to university of Delaware. His wife went to university of Delaware. Like I, I really love Joe Biden. Yeah. Really wish he'd he jumped in there in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> but at this point, he's just too... For me, it's like I don't want another extremely old man to be yeah. president. I want someone younger. They don't have to be a millennial. No. <laughs> but, but like, 
if you're for me over 70 yeah. i'm like a little bit i mean not that like hey let's say we get through the primary and joe biden's the nominee or bernie sanders is a nominee i'm like can't wait to see my 100 year old president yeah. like i will get in the polls and cast that vote but when we're talking about the primary and who i'm gonna support personally i would like someone a little bit younger new i'm just progressive I'm flying that. Yeah. And, yeah. and Medicare for all is something which basically everyone who looks like a 2020 hopeful has said Medicare yeah. for all. So and personally, we'll hey, I'd like it if they said abolish ice too, but yeah. I, you know, I'll take someone who's like. And legalize weed. Legalize weed <laughs> also. That's, but that's an not a deal breaker, guys. It's not a deal breaker but either way, but I mean, we, we should legalize weed. Yeah. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, truly, we should. It's truly ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. I wonder, like, there was like a thing recently where Trump said he would like support a bill to legalize, like he would sign, if, if a bill got to his desk to legalize weed, he would sign it. And it's literally just because he would do it to like be mean to Jeff Sessions. And I think yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> like what would I, uh, it would be what so. Would, what would piss Jeff Sessions off the most? It's like he replaces Rod Rose and sign him with a black guy who smokes a lot of weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it just, I just love the idea of like weed being legalized simply because the president is like well i want to fuck with my attorney general um i really don't like him i'm really mad at him that i want to make funny. him mad so that would be funny anywho so i think that i is, think that brings us to the end yeah so um again screenshot this podcast mm -hmm. screenshot a part of the newsletter that you love if you're calling any senators send us that yeah and dm us and we'll send you some stickers mm -hmm. and yeah so that's yeah. it. Yeah. All right, guys. Until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Bye. Betches.